Utah. And um, I born and raised here in the Central Valley. I had the opportunity to travel internationally with a large, well-known humanitarian aid company and smuggle Bibles into Russia and then teach college in Los Angeles. And now I'm an, a nerdy insurance agent, but uh, I enjoy helping people. And my passion really is the small business owner because basically they're the background or the backbone of American business. So Excellent. how's that for? And excellent. So I met I met Renee back in 2011, and we were I was working for a company, and I was looking for more agents for a Sacramento company, and I just happened to be in LA, and uh, I contacted Renee, and she was uh, still in LA, and we so we had we had like a lunch coffee at the Studio City, uh, California Starbucks. Now Renee, is that off the was that off the the 101 and the 405? Mm, yeah, close enough for rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it was either Panorama City or No, it wasn't Panorama City. It was it was more like yeah, yeah. You know, Studio yeah. City. So we, when you're yeah. for those who do not know what LA is like, you can go from city to city in 5 minutes. And you can say you, you're in one city and 10 minutes later on the freeway you pass maybe three or four little towns. So Oh yeah. <laughs> when when I when uh when my partner and I moved back up here to the Central Valley, the first thing she said, she's like, "Oh my god, there's space between the cities." It's like, yep, there's space between the cities. I thought that was a cute observation after living in L.A. for so many years. Yeah, and, and Renee, uh, you used to actually teach in Inglewood and in, in Compton, right? I did. I did. I taught right what at the Compton. Tell us about yourself. Well, I taught at uh, University of Phoenix. I also taught for the L.A. Community College system. and But with University of Phoenix, I was at... 190th between Normandy and Western, and anybody who knows LA is like, what? What were you doing there? I was like, having a good time and molding minds, not bread, molding minds. Now, I had a great time. Um, I'm half Assyrian, the thing we're all sitting on, not Syrian. I'm Assyrian. I uh, just go back to when Jonah was coughed up out of the whale and he went to Nineveh. That was uh, the Assyrian Empire. And my mom was mostly Irish, so I used to tell my students, I have the blood of terrorists on both sides. Don't mess with me. <laughs> so anyway, half Middle Eastern and half Irish. But um, I really enjoy helping people. I just really have a passion for making sure people get all the benefits that they're that are out there for them. I'm a Medicare agent right now. That's my main source of income. And uh, as I've approached Medicare age, age, you know, we just get inundated with stuff. And I like to take that teaching background and apply it to Medicare because it could be so overwhelming. You know, only in, in government parlance would part A, B, and D equal part C, but that's just mm -hmm. the way it rolls. Exactly. So uh, anyway. I want to tell a joke real quick. So Renee and I used to meet in Stockton. Oh, yeah, in baby. Stockton, Eight Mile Road, there's a Panera Bread. And I used to go there even by myself when I was in the Stockton, uh, you know, Tracy area. And I used to go to this Panera Bread. And sometimes it was like real empty. And for some reason, I would sit down and take out my laptop and drink my coffee and eat my soup or whatever. And these Filipino girls used to always find their way sitting right next to me, even yeah. when the place was totally empty, like yeah. early in the morning. 
Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Rick is like a Rick is like a chick magnet or wherever he goes. People want to sit right next to him. And it's like, I mean, don't go to the beach because it, don't go to the beach with Rick because, you know, the beach would be completely empty and he'd have his towel out and somebody would sit like 12 inches away. <laughs> Just <laughs> almost like, what the heck, man? Don't I mean, this is so odd because, I mean, I was sitting at this place at the, at the Panera Bread all by myself in, these, in this corner and all these three or four people and it was like you know Filipino women and a guy but it was just like can't you find some place else, else to sit because I'm getting ready to get on the phone and make these phone calls right <laughs> so yeah so crazy so crazy yeah it was just very interesting I yeah I I don't know Rick has this wild power over these strange women I guess I don't know but uh, no no the specific it's Filipino women ah Filipino women okay I did not realize so I was thinking about another person that we met up here doing insurance but I'll just shut up now anyway well, well, but, see, the, well, see the thing is is the thing is is that we never talk it's just they sit next to me yeah <laughs> that's the part that's crazy well and maybe like, they feel like maybe they feel like you know because you're a big guy and you know you have your combat vet experience or anything else thinking man if something goes down this kid can take care of me this guy you know this what? man you know that's what it is renee that's i what think it is. is i think so it let me is. ask they, you some questions so you're yes, here sir. to talk about the employee retention uh credit so yes. please uh uh in three in three phases number one tell us what it is tell us why it exists and tell us who qualifies well, thank you. Uh, the employer retention credit, it was part of the CARES Act that was enacted during the uh, during the pandemic. And a lot of small businesses, as we all know, really struggled. I mean, one of my friends opened up a restaurant and then like two months later, the pandemic hit. So they were really hit hard. And when you have a business where people come in and sit down and tip and eat and then order another drink or something and all of a sudden you're takeaway only, not what they call it or out you know take that out. you're take out yeah i was thinking about the british the takeaway but um it really it really uh, impacted a lot of businesses so the cares act was enacted to help people with the ppp loans and a lot of small businesses including myself got a ppp loan but a lot of small business owners don't understand or don't realize that the employee retention credit is basically like a grant that they get. It's the tax money that they paid when they had W-2 employees that they kept employed during the pandemic. And it's a it's a grant. It's taking that money and giving it back to the small business owners kind of as a reward for you stayed open. You had people who are W-2 employees. This is not 1099. This is not part time. This is not your this is not your uh, wife or husband or something. It's got to be at least two non-familial people that are W-2 employees. So it can't be like your your son works for you. Oh, it's a W-2 employee. Well, that's nice, but that won't qualify. All the way up to 500 employees. In fact, I worked with a guy from my church who um, has 100 employees, he got over, it's the, it pays up to $26,000 per employee. So even I helped a small business here that only has two employees and they got a chunk of change to them. It was, it's astronomical and life-changing. And then a man I helped out of, out of where I go to church, he got over, well, 
six figures, over a million dollars, and that's going to be life-changing for his employees. So anyway, it's a grant, and you can use it you don't, any way you want. The business owner wants. You don't have to pay it back, and there's some criteria. A lot of people think, let me just say this right quick, a lot of people think that you have to have had a um, downturn in profits. Like, oh man, we still made money. I mean, you know, funeral homes made a lot of money, but they can still qualify for this. So it's not that you had a um, loss of profits. If you had social distancing that reduced your capacity, like, like a friend of mine who owned this one particular store, all of a sudden, you know, only certain people could come in. What am I trying to say, Rick? They, you know, they would allow only like 10 people in the store at once. Yes, restriction. So that it reduced capacity. You couldn't have people shopping. Reduced the hours of operation. Supply chain demands. I mean, I was working with a small um, dental organization. They couldn't get toilet paper. That's a supply chain demand. You ha couldn't have work site or client meetings. Like my back office as an insurance agent is in Southern California still in Anaheim. And I couldn't go there for a meeting. We had to do everything virtual, blah, blah, blah. And then if you had distribution delays or suspensions, you couldn't get your product from your warehouse out to your out to your clients. So any of these that apply, you can see if you can qualify and, and get this, this money. But um, do you want me to talk about what sets us apart or? Well, uh, please uh, let, let people know uh, if they start, what is the turnaround time and, and getting oh the turnaround time is months and months and months because you're working with the IRS so it's not a quick procedure it's not like hey talk to me and we'll get you money within 30 days nope it it takes a long time because we're we do everything through the IRS in fact on our board of directors is the sitting attorney general for the state of Utah we have a former attorney general on the board of directors so we do everything very meticulously very with a lot of ethics and we it's just not whamsy pamsy you hear these ads on the radio hey see if you qualify well you know what in my experience most people are not going to go to a unknown website and start uploading sensitive documents you know all of your employees records and stuff like that with employee with uh, employee retention credit specialist you get your own personal guide who's going to sit with you in front of your computer not physically with you, but and help you go through the application and everything else and uh, see if you're going to qualify, see how much time it might take. I mean, it may take like a half a year. It may take three to six months. That's just what it's like to deal with the government people. But if you know the money's coming, that's pretty cool. So anyway. So and please there, let us know how, how can people contact you, uh, your website. I have your website link. But do you prefer people to, to call you first or? Well, it, yeah, you can go to the website link. Um, it's just too hard to like say over the internet. Yeah, I'll post like, it. I'll post it. Yeah, in the you episode. can post it. Or you can also put my email address, renbuyer at gmail.com. That's R-E-N, buyer, B-Y-A-R, renbuyer at gmail.com. And just put ERC info in the um, subject line, or my direct cell number is area code 818-401-3229. And 
I, I have been working with businesses and uh, my company has been working with businesses basically from two employees all the way up to 500. That's the criteria. So somebody has a manufacturing business or something, they need this and this money can really be um, a life changer for, for a small business. I've been working with a lot of dairies and things like that. You don't think about it, but I mean, the cows needed to be milked and <laughs> taken care of even during the pandemic. And where I live here in Turlock, California is right down the street from Hillmar Cheese Factory. So you got to milk, milk the cows and then get the milk to the cheese factory and then make the cheese and get it out there. So it's just, it's just, um, you know, this is a whole chain of events and if I can help any small business, I would be honored to. Again, I am not motivated by just making making ducats or whatever they call money. I was I almost said something in Assyrian. Anyway, but I'm I really am motivated by trying to help people and try to realize their worth as small business owners. Excellent, excellent. So Renee, I want to thank you, and you you're more than welcome to to hang out with us if you like, if you got the time. And uh, Jaylene, are you still there? Thank you, Rick. Oh, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. You are a great guy, and anybody who works with Rick is working with the best. And I, this is coming from somebody I taught marketing and uh, PR and things like that on the college level. So I recognize somebody who's really gifted, and Rick is, I think he needs to be a professor, but he is kind of a professor in his own right. But anyway... <laughs> I, I will probably sign off in a little bit. I've got a Yorkie staring at me who wants to, you know, go O-U-T. But anyway, but I'll hang out for a while. But thank you again. Yeah, we need to, we need to hook up at, at Panera Bread. And don't oh, yes, definitely. Food. Oh, gosh, that is so funny. <laughs>